You're listening to the Assistance Together podcast. Hi everyone, I hope you are really well. I want to let you know this is the last episode in this series of the podcast. I've got some exciting new projects coming up, so watch this space, there's lots on the way. But the podcast is going to be back soon, so don't worry, it won't be too long. In the meantime, listen to some of the other episodes available. There are so many incredible guests to choose from with brilliant stories and fascinating insights into the role. The the whole rationale behind starting the office management group and the consultancy arm and all the other streams that we have ties back to the same reason, which is that there are so many resources and awards ceremonies and um, press publications, exhibitions, training for other professions, for specifically assistant professions. And there was nothing that I could see and hadn't seen for the, all the years in my, my career of, of office management and, and some of that being an, assi- an assistant as well, where it recognised and it supported and it provided resources, publications, et cetera, specifically for the office manager. For them not to have a platform dedicated to them, for them to, to simply be tagged onto things that are really fundamentally designed for an assistant. And I do believe the roles, unless you've got the hybrid role, are very, very different in terms of the skills that you need to be able to do the roles. They're both, they both bring their own challenges. And yes, they both sit under this admin umbrella, but I do think that you know, having an assistant labeled awards and tagging an office manager award into that isn't quite doing it justice isn't quite saying you have these projects to do like we've had the award for project of the year and recognizing our suppliers and service providers as well because I want I want to give them a platform because they support and they have the back of so many office managers particularly over the last couple of years um, around the world and, and you know in the UK where we did the awards so yeah it's it's born out of a, a dream and a desire to to give a dedicated stage to this profession. This week is a really special episode for any office managers out there, or maybe you're in a hybrid role, because I'm speaking with some of the winners from the first UK-based office management awards. They're the first people to be awarded recognition for their contributions to businesses, which after the last 18 months especially, is so well-deserved. I know that office managers have had an incredibly challenging time managing not only the practical elements of the role, but also helping people cope. That's why it was so great to hear their experiences, not only of this, but also about the future of the office management role too. When I asked Hannah Gray, the founder of the office management group, for her thoughts on the awards and how she felt on the night bringing this to people and creating a platform for the community to recognise and celebrate them, This was her response. Emotional, draining, brilliant, fantastic, special, bizarre because, you know, of COVID to to be in that sort of first week or so when the rules had relaxed, you know, there there was definitely some anxiety in the room about it, but everybody just had the most amazing time. It was fantastic to have the chance to have these conversations and in a way mark a moment in time for the profession and the community. 
Details of how to enter the 2020 awards are included in the episode and also information about the office management course that Hannah has launched is included too. If you want to listen to any of the other episodes that I've recorded with Hannah about her career and how she started the office management group and about the awards and her real reason for starting it and driving force behind everything that she does, then you can listen to the previous episodes, which are available now. If you want to get in touch with any of the winners, all the details are in the show notes. Enjoy. It's one of those things, you know, like where people sort of say they want to like put stuff in a jar and just jar it up and just have it there forever. Like I wish I could have almost a constant reel of like video clips, pictures, words that were said on the night, words that have been written since on platforms like LinkedIn or on emails to me, just all this that anytime I can just open the lid and just smell it and feel it and breathe it because it was just the most wonderful experience. It was, it was such a special momentous thing I made sure that I was looking without being too obvious at the winner just before they were announced so I could see their reaction and that over everything else that has come out from this that was the best feeling I think I've had to date in my life bar giving birth to my son and some of these other sort of personal moments that you get in life like seeing the winners you know like Kate and Megan coming up and getting emotional it was the best feeling and looking back at the videos now I will I will never ever stop enjoying that feeling of being able to do that for people and that's exactly what I wanted to do. My name is Zaharin and I'm the head of facilities from ETX Capital and um, I won two awards which is a number one project of the year and number two is the procurement project of the year. The award actually means a lot to me because it is the first project I took over at ETX Capital. So it's kind of like a recognition to the commitment I put in. And it was actually a really special moment because when I won it, it was not as if I just won it. It was like my colleagues at work won it, like all of us, we celebrated it at work, at home. So it was very, very special to me. My first meeting with Hannah, because um, she helped us with the office management. She was our project manager as well. Um, and I remember meeting her for the first time. And every time I mentioned something as a challenge or something that I was going through, she was actually like an office encyclopedia. I know I can find the answers either in the tips section, or I can find a template, or I can get advice from experts. So any project I tell my manager that's okay just give it to me and I'm sure I can find a way with it so it's really helped my career because I have become a yes person to any project because no matter how complicated or no matter how big it is I am willing to take it on. Office move was one of the biggest challenges for me. I remember sitting at the office move meeting in my first week in my new job um, and everything that they were discussing was jargon to me. So I actually secretly wrote down all the words that I didn't understand. And I was Googling it on my way back home. <laughs> and that's how I knew what it was for the next meeting. And then I also remember sitting in a legal meeting where I didn't understand a thing. So I kind of did the same thing. And immediately after that meeting, I went to the head of legal and I said, 
um, could you please help me out with these words because I don't understand what it means. And um, actually, that's when I realized that when you tell people or when you're honest about what you know or what you don't know, people actually take the time to sit and explain things to you. I mean, I don't know whether it's in our company, but I've really found it quite easy to say if I don't know something and get the support I need. So this has actually made me grow as a person. I'm really grateful for all the knowledge that I've gained from everyone who helped me with this project, uh, because now I feel like I know way more than what I knew one year ago. And I'm really grateful for that. In terms of future proofing um, our job roles, I would say that we need to get more creative with workspaces, make it more collaborative. We need to be proactive and see what are the existing trends or trends that are coming in the future. And I think we also need to be more relevant for an example like mental, uh, mental health. Uh, we can play a big part in that. Um, and I think it's also we as people who are very close to staff, we need to be the spokesperson between the staff and the higher management. And I think if we actually understand what people need and provide or amend or be flexible with the services we provide, we are definitely going to be someone the staff cannot live without. Hi, my name's Tracy Ann Green um, and I work for Frazy and I won an award for Startup Office Manager of the Year. The award means for me, um, it's just an opportunity to highlight what office managers do. We're sometimes the unsung heroes of an organisation and also we work in isolation sometimes because there isn't another person in a smaller organisation that does the same job. So being recognised by my peers um, by and the support that I got from my company has been amazing. Um, and I really have enjoyed working with Hannah and the office management group. They've been a great support network. When I first joined Frazy three years ago, I came from a very different role and I hadn't actually worked in London since my early 20s. So being in a new area, a new environment and a new job and a startup company, which can be unique in itself, it was great to have the support and network and people to go to for help and advice from couriers to how do I uh, organize an event or something like that or stationary um, care packages or stuff for, for staff. It was just great to be able to say, has anybody done this? Um, and look for support, being part of the network of office managers, and especially winning this award, has really raised my profile um, within my company, which have been fantastic anyway, but also in the wider community. And the feedback and recognition and the support and comments that I get from people within the organisation, of Frazee, from the chairman, to even people externally, you know, contacts and customers and and it's helping in recruitment as well, because, you know, people will mention it when I'm doing sort of recruiting and it's just, yeah, it's been really nice um, recognition of hard work culminating in this winning this award. There's been so many challenges and more challenges 
I think in some ways with a startup because you have to wear so many different hats. You have to be able to, you know, make coffee for meetings, do posts, uh, do care packages. Um, there's just so many, so many things. But the biggest challenge for me has obviously been in the last 18 months from seamlessly being in an office to then everybody working from home. I was looking after one office. I now have over 80 because we have everybody working remotely. So I have to make sure that everybody has the equipment they need, health and safety, DSE, making sure that everybody is connected and stays together. For me, the culture of a company is the most important thing. And I'm privileged to be part of the onboarding process that I get to meet absolutely everybody in the organization. And having that responsibility to be able to pass the culture on and make sure that we have fun, but and keep connected for me is the most important thing. So it's been a real challenge, but it's also been great and exciting because I can come up with ideas and put ideas forward to make sure that we stay as connected as a company as possible. I mean, Hannah is such a great advocate. She, you know, she's made my life so much easier in terms of having that platform to go to because I was lost when I first started and you just don't know where to go and what to do and just having that you know that say the forum asking a question or even reading some of the questions that people have put out it's like oh and it just gives you some ideas I don't see our company in the very short term going back into an office or even a hybrid I think more just absolutely working from home but we do give our staff we work with a company called Desana who um go into co-working spaces and you can hot desk. So we give all our staff credits so they can work together if they need to, or they can connect with colleagues. So I meet up with my boss once a month because I do think, okay, I say there is no hybrid model, but that, I suppose that is a hybrid model. But for office managers, it's going to be extremely tough without having a physical space. But the way I've adapted is that not just seeing it as a physical space of one office, but having each member of staff being an office. So you still need to make sure and connect and make sure they've got everything they need and support them from their welfare to the physical equipment. So office managers just need to grow and evolve. I think like any role, really. Okay, so my name's Nicola Ward and I am one of the co-founders of Cake Drop and we've had the privilege of winning Supplier of the Year at the Office Management Awards. So yeah, like we are we are really genuinely chuffed to have won the award. Um, so over the last four years, we've built some really amazing relationships within the office management community. Um, office managers are our client side contacts, so they're the people that we work with day in and day out. Um, we really value those relationships. So I think particularly because of the year that we've had winning the, the award this year is quite meaningful um, because prior to the pandemic, we solely just delivered um, celebration cakes into offices for workplace occasions and then after the first lockdown and offices obviously closing we had to pivot so we launched a range of postal treats um for office managers who sort of had to keep up morale um with teams that were re working remotely and they were sort of uh sort of responsible for that um 
and so it's been a big change for us and we have like worked really really hard this year to like make sure that the level of service is really up there and like the customer experience is like second to none so I think to win it this year is like really great validation for us um, and we're like really really grateful. Um, well, our service at Cake Drop is completely tailored to office managers. So anyone that's responsible for sort of workplace culture, keeping teams happy, workplace occasions like employee birthdays and welcoming new starters, Christmas parties, things like that. Um, so being part of the office management community is really, really important to us. And for us, it's not about like direct selling. Like we're not, we don't really directly approach anyone on the office management portal. Um, but it's more about sort of understanding the needs of our customers and the issues they're facing. So we can sort of tailor our service based on that. So for example, like last week, I think it was, I saw a, a post on the portal about um, asking about Christmas hampers, first week of August. Um, so it's important for us to like sort of identify that that's something that office managers are thinking about now and we need to be able to support them um, now. So it's been really useful in that respect. Yeah, and that's why it's sort of important for us to be part of the community so that we're close to the people that we're dealing with. Cake Drop is a workplace treat solution for office managers and PAs and anyone responsible for workplace happiness. Um, so we deliver all kinds of sweet treats from cakes, cookies, brownies, candy floss, lollipops um, that can be used for employee birthdays or work anniversaries, corporate events or gifts. Um, and we really specialize in large corporate orders. Um, everything we do is customizable and brandable. Uh, so if you want to have logos delivered, logo cupcakes delivered to the office or custom themed treat boxes sent out to employees, we can do that. Um, we have a website. We're at www.cakedrop.london. Um, you can buy online, but we know that office managers do tend to like to chat. Um, so we have a live chat function where you can sort of uh, catch us at any point during the day and talk about your sort of inquiry. Uh, and we're on social media as well at cakedrop.london. My name is Kate Turgis and I won Office Manager of the Year 2021. It means so much because office managers in general just, we, we fly below the radar. We make sure that things work all the time. And because of that, nobody really notices. They only notice when things go wrong. And that's very rare. So to, to be called out so much by my peers and colleagues, it just, wow, wow. I mean, when I actually got it, I was just like absolutely shell-shocked. I did not expect it at all. And I'm pretty sure I was kind of pushed onto that stage to accept the award because I don't remember half of what I said. <laughs> I, I remember two lines of what I said and then the rest of it is just blur. I can't remember. But apparently video exists. Whether I want to watch it, I don't know. <laughs> it's it feels kind of wonderful because we're just like this great big family of people who we it's what I say to new starters when they start here is um, I'm the person who knows things and can get things done and if I can't do it I know somebody who can and that's exactly what the office management kind of um, environment is like and being able to ask other office managers questions and to talk to them. So like being at the awards was a really big deal for me because it just felt like being with my people. And it was just like, these people get it. They really do. They, they're the ones who sort out the toilets and the broken coffee machines and deal with innumerable questions about air conditioning. And it's always too cold or too hot or, uh, but, 
being with your people who get it is a really, really awesome thing. It's, it's like you feel part of something bigger. Being part of the community means that I've been able to ask people about um, like who their service providers are, what recommendations you can get. And, you know, even some of my people that I work with directly, I've been able to like promote them to other office managers and say, these guys are great. Absolutely use them. Um, they come with my 100% guarantee. And so you're able to support like smaller businesses as well. And, and that's a really big thing for me. Because I've worked with like, you know, big companies who generally don't really care too much. But then you've got your mom and pop kind of um, smaller companies who are trying to make headway. And then you give them the opportunity and then all of a sudden everyone wants them. And it's, you know, I feel like something special. It's lovely. Nobody really sees what goes on behind the scenes. So every time I'm asking for money for some improvement or whatever, it always feels like I'm having to jump so many hurdles when I see other parts of the business going, yes, yeah, spend, spend, spend. And I'm like, I actually need this to make the office work. Let me have the money. And then they're like, oh, no, but you have to have this in place and this in place. And have you tried getting quotes? And I'm just like, really? <laughs> just let me do my job. Give me a budget, just something. But um like like I said before um because things rarely go wrong nobody notices and they kind of think oh everything's working just fine I'm just like you know holding things to together with gaffer tape and you know screwing things in for the millionth time and I'm just like look I can do this better if you give me some money <laughs> so yeah that that's probably the most challenging I think the best thing is to literally go prepared don't just ask straight off the bat for money it's just like because they're only going to go back to you and say have you got three quotes have you done this have you done that but going to them with a business proposal why it's a good thing for the business and you know if there's any cost savings to be made like long term uh then they can't really refuse you because you've already done the work preparation 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 Culture is going to be a big deal going forward because um, culture is going to be the thing that brings people back to the offices that's going to keep office managers working in their space. Office management in general is a very practical job role, but now you've got to think about the people that come into your space and how they use it. And, and it's not just COVID related because now people are going to work very differently. So maybe you might want to think how desking works, which is a silly thing, but if people want more collaborative spaces and you know, kind of work it, working in comfy chairs with their laptops and then you've got to think about, right, that's gonna give you backache in like five years time. <laughs> and there's, it's so weird to even think about it because it's been a fairly structured role for a very long time. And now it's going to be, right, how am I going to think about this and that and do things completely differently at the same time? And I'm just like, whew, I think I'm ready for that sort of challenge. I am, but wow, it's just, it's almost like taking your brain out and doing a deep clean and then putting it back. <laughs> 
I really relish the creative side of things, obviously. <laughs> so to be able to kind of influence my work in a creative space is going to be amazing. Yeah, I mean, I'm very grateful for the opportunity that culture represents for us. So hopefully we'll see in the next few years what, what that's going to look like and if it's going to be like a constantly changing force. And I think I'm, I think I'm the right person for that. So my name's Megan um, and I won the Hybrid Office Manager of the Year Award. I wasn't actually anticipating thinking that I was in the, it was, it was even in my grasp. It was, it was just um, something that I thought, oh, it would just be nice to get my name out there. Um, and um, with a little bit of a, a nudge from, from Hannah, I applied for a second award. So I didn't actually apply for this award until the week before the deadline. To me, the award actually means uh, uh, that I'm doing a much better job than what I actually anticipated that I was doing <laughs> to the external world. The office management community is amazing because like you think, oh, I bet this hasn't like, I can't believe that this actually happened to me. And then when you put it like, when you just put it on like the why not um, kind of scenario, it's like, oh yeah, no, I've done that. Oh yeah, no, I've done that. Like with the move that I've just been doing, um, I had to put together some, cabinets and uh, I didn't have all I had was a screwdriver um, and so I did like a quick boomerang and I literally just put it on there and like I needed a hammer um, and I was like I don't know I don't know what I'm going to do so I literally just started like whacking it with the with the bottom of the screwdriver and I was like oh I wonder how many people have had to go and do this and literally like it was like oh yeah no I've had to do that I've sat in that position before and so it's actually just really reassuring that um, we're all kind of like of a similar mindset doing the similar like random tasks that you think oh <laughs> I can't believe I'm sitting here on a Tuesday afternoon just <laughs> doing this kind of thing it's it's uh, and it's just fun and the awards itself like was just such a nice environment and atmosphere to be around so it's just nice to be it's just nice that everybody's of a similar mindset as well the biggest challenge that I've literally done to date is my office move um it's still currently being done gearing up to have the staff sit in a whole new space but it's literally just been me um, I've had a little bit of uh, guidance from my financial director, but the, the locating of the office, um, I did. The actual move itself <laughs> has been me as the conductor and just, you know, orchestrating, hopefully, something that will resonate as a successful office move in the future. <laughs> I think that um, through COVID, the de dictionary definition of the role of the office has actually changed significantly. Um, I think prior to COVID, the definition of why we need an office was to facilitate uh, work and the, the actual like product, like for instance, so we are a data analytics company. We specialize in, in websites. So we needed a place that we could provide our analysts with a desk and a, a place with the right equipment in order to make sure that they can do the work that we charge clients for. Coming out of COVID or going into COVID even, um, with the beauty of the internet and like the cloud and the fact that, you know, we live in the 21st century, we were able to still successfully run a business throughout lockdown. And actually throughout lockdown, I became a lot more busier. I think the 
future-proofing of office management is the fact that we are basically a Swiss army knife. Um, because coming out of COVID, the office, as I said, is now has a new definition. It is probably best used to be enhancing the progression of how the business can move forwards. So obviously this etiquette of um, Zoom and everything like that, how you can't really kind of in, in like control spontaneous because spontaneous conversations or ideas because obviously there's that cue like mentality where you know you can't necessarily interject and if it does and then there's the the, the the thing with buffering on the internet you can't necessarily promise everybody's got like really good internet connections so in order to enhance and speed up the progression of things that the business meetings and just general connectivity like there are certain things that should just be done face to face and that's what the office needs to be done for it also is going to enhance the, the fact that we need to make sure that every office has a social element um as well as just the well-being like there's nothing as if any if anybody has learned anything over the last 18 months we shouldn't we, we, as human humans as as creatures like we are not designed to spend 24 hours alone in a room all day together on our own um, so the opportunity for hybrid working probably is they're going to be amazing for business in the sense that you know people need to learn how what they can do on their own and yeah do that at home because the office now is uh, is the social hub realistically of of the business um it's there to manifest both positivity both for the business and for the inter externally and internally for the staff and for obviously what we produce as a as an actual business so the office managers probably are going to have a way more fun time <laughs> because you haven't got just like buzzing worker bees around you anymore. You're actually going to have like people are going to be coming in because they want to chat to you. They want to catch up. They want to they're looking forward to the things that you've planned for them to be like coming in for the lunches or if for like the social activities that you're going to do um, after work or like, you know, the, the bigger event. So my name's Wade Taylor and I won the award for Manager of the Year. This particular award of all the categories um, and why that was important. Uh, so I found that it really embodied like years of hard work and developing my personal skills and really demonstrated a, a kind of dedication to my career. But more importantly than that, it was that it represented that I'm doing something right and um, that kind of was the prominent thing for me. Um, in our working lives, we often get praise from above, whether that's through our annual review or a simple thank you email. But what doesn't happen so often is that we receive thanks from our team or our peers. So the individual who nominated me for this award uh, was actually a long serving member of staff who has uh, since retired. And um, for her to recognise um, something in me was both touching and, and a real achievement. So uh, the office management community, along with PAs and EAs and all kind of executive support colleagues, uh, to me are the cogs that keep the business moving. Uh, if you like, we're a bit of a one-stop shop um, in that we deal with all manner of inquiries, issues, problems. 
And um, most importantly is that as a community, we probably don't realise our own strength and our own importance on a daily basis. It's quite easy to forget that. And it's only through awards like the Office Management Awards that we're able to take a step back from our quite busy lives and think, you know what? Yes, I do deserve this. Um, and when I say that, I'm not talking about me personally. I'm talking about all office managers and our counterparts. So I think um, certainly within our university community, we've got quite, quite a lot of EAs, PAs, office managers. Um, so to really have a forum or a network in which we can all come together and do that kind of knowledge sharing, uh, shared best practice, um, working on collaborative projects, both for our own development, but also to meet any business needs. Because what you often find is that if you're facing an issue in your area, somebody's probably facing it in theirs. And I'm quite a fan of working smart. So if someone's got a solution, why are we looking further afield or taking up more of people's precious time if the answer's already there? And we should really be supporting each other and working together um, to, to help each other, which ultimately then helps the business. I'd be lying if I said that the biggest challenge wasn't COVID and the numerous challenges it brought with it. Uh, when the decision was made to close the offices and suddenly everyone had to move to working from home, it was a, a cataclysmic change and one that I believe the office management community has handled profoundly well. The key thing for me as a manager was ensuring the health and well-being of my team. Uh, so we did things like daily catch-ups, weekly quizzes, increased frequency of one-to-ones. Um, and I, in particular, had quite a varied team and each of them coped with lockdown very, very differently and in different ways. So I had to be constantly um, flexing and adjusting my management style to ensure I were meeting the needs of that particular staff member. Um, so, so yeah, I'd definitely COVID <laughs> and uh, hopefully we never have to go through anything like that again. <laughs> On, you know, in normal times, it, we kind of like that pragmatism and we like getting the job done. What COVID taught us is that we need to have a bit more thoughtfulness, a bit more empathy, a bit more understanding. Um, you, it, some people might have been going through it living alone others had caring commitments other had childcare commitments um so it was all these extra factors that usually don't play a part in the kind of nine to five life suddenly we're, we're huge you know it, we obviously moved to video conferencing calls and it was only then that you really got an insight into people's lives you know the cats running across the screen the dog barking the kids are screaming but that, that's life. And I think what I've really kind of liked about coming out the other side, if we can say that at this moment in time, is that we see people more as, as exactly that, people, rather than this job title or their or their stature within the organisation. It's, it's we're all people, we're all working towards a common cause. And, uh, and hopefully people kind of retain that, thoughtfulness and that kindness that we've demonstrated over this period people will have had very different different experiences of covid 
some might really be struggling mentally um, with their mental health. Others might have had a bereavement and it's, it's knowing all these little nuances and ensuring that it's not a, a quick back to the office, quick fix. It's, it's having that um, kind of nurture it back, having it, ensuring motivations maintained um, and really understanding that people are going to have to do this at their own pace whilst meeting the business need. And I think we, we've talked about past challenges. That's going to be a real future challenge. It's going to be how we balance the, these two schools of thought, those that can't wait to get back and those that actually have quite liked working from home. We've still got a long way to go, but it'll be nice to retain the things that have worked well whilst relinquishing the things that perhaps we'll all be glad to see the back of. <laughs> the main thing for me is just to say a huge well done and congratulations to all office managers, PAs and EAs uh, across the community for, for their resilience and, and real endeavour throughout this COVID period. Yeah, so the 2022 awards are going ahead because of the success of the first year's awards and we'll be doing them in every year beyond them, which just delights me so much. And entries will open on the 1st of October 2021. So in about a month's time from now, you will see our posts on social media. And if you're on our emailing list, um, which you can get subscribed to at theofficemanagementgroup.com and click sign up on the newsletter page. Um, and you get a free template if you do that, by the way. Um, but you can yeah, sign up, get all the latest news, be reminded of that opening date for entries. It's free to enter and you can enter up to three categories. And we are going to have some new categories launched this year, um, one of which will be Lifetime Achievement Award. So we've got a lot of office managers within our community who are, um, you know, have been in the profession for some years. And I think it's really important to recognise those who have made such an impact and such a difference to their company or companies that they've worked in throughout their profession. So we're introducing that and we're going to have a remote office manager um, award as well in there. And finally, due to popular demand, we are going to have an international office manager award. So anybody outside of the UK can put themselves forward or be nominated as an international office manager because we can't yet take these awards to every country in the world. And I've had a lot of people asking me, can you come to France? Can you come to America? Can you come to Australia and do an awards program here, which I can't yet, um, maybe one day. But yeah, so this is, this is a way of bringing that community into this program and giving international office managers a stage as well. So they're the new categories. We are launching the office management course. It went live um, in about June or July this year, and we're starting the first sessions in September. So I can't wait for that to see the delegates that are joining. There are two levels, which is intermediate and advanced, and it's accredited by the Institute of Administrative Management. Um, we will be doing the next one's advanced level from mid-January 2022, and we've got a lot of people interested in that. And then the intermediate one will probably come in sort of late February time, maybe early March for anyone that wants to take part in that. Um, we're offering virtual sessions and we're recording them as well so people can do them. Again, we've had international people asking about when I'm 
coming to their countries to teach it. Um, and so we're recording them so that it's available internationally as well as if you want to, to and you can join us in person. There's so much, you know, there's so much content and ground that we cover to make sure that you're empowered to, to do the actual job that is asked of you in your office management role and to have the skills and the technical knowledge you know, all the hats, we try and cover as many as we can without overloading you. It's, it's useful. And yeah, I cannot wait to get it started and to, to see what um, the delegates think of, of the course as well and get some feedback on it. So to get information on the office management course, you can go to our website, which is theofficemanagementgroup.com. And you can click on the icon for the office management course, or you can do forward slash the hyphen course. And you'll see there's a prospectus in there and there is another document which is quite useful if you're not sure which level suits you. It's course content detail. So that just goes into a lot more detail about what is covered under each. Thank you so much for listening. As I mentioned, this is the last episode in this series, but we'll be back soon. And for updates and information about what's coming up, please follow us on social media and get in touch. Take care and thank you so much for listening.